An extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For this afternoon, partly sunny skies are high 48, mainly clear tonight, low 30. Sunshine Thursday, high 58. Friday, sunny skies with a high of 62. Utilizing the resources of the Willabug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. That is true, and our phone number is 615-844-5600. We are live today in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. A couple of coaches sworn in today. Their new jobs. Derek Mason, former Vanderbilt coach down Mm -hmm. at MTSU, new Blue Raiders head coach. And as you just heard, Bobby Wilder, 11 seasons or 11 years at Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. Now Tennessee Tech's new football coach. Man, he was full of energy. Live wire. Derek Mason was full of energy today. So got some good coaches in this area for sure. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Nate down in Columbia. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, when I heard that this morning that MCSU got – Derek Mason, Derek Mason, as their head coach, I, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't know, and still don't really know how I feel, just because I come from an SEC background, grew up a Tennessee fan, watched Derek Mason play against Tennessee, and didn't have much success. I mean, I understand that Vanderbilt and MTSU are probably. Um, very different when it comes to resources, but we understand Vanderbilt's coming along. Um, I, I just don't know how I feel about uh, Derek Mason coming to MTSU. I, I guess I'll just have to wait and see. So how many Vanderbilt coaches do you think have had success against UT over the years? It's not just Tennessee. I'm just, I'm just saying that I've come from, and I guess, an SEC background and have you know expected success within i guess you know whatever game you play um it, like i said it's not just against tennessee it's against i guess all competition yeah i but, i think this is the way you have to look at it nate as an mtsu alum was his record at vanderbilt good no but I mean, I think you're smart. I know you're young, but I mean, you you listen to sports talk radio, you follow the sports scene in this market. I think you can recognize and understand how incredibly difficult 
it may be one of the well, it is one of the it may be the hardest mm-hmm. job in America in football. It may be. I mean, Clark Lee's probably raising his hand right now. I was like, yeah, I can vouch for that. It's really hard. I mean, he doesn't. I'm not even sure he's got a team right now. There's so many kids in the transfer portal. It, it's it's hard. And when I talk about you need help above you, it's already hard enough. And then I don't think he's getting any help either. So, I mean, it's it's hard. I don't think you could. What what else has he done? Okay, he was a defense. Somebody thought he was good enough to be a defensive coordinator at Stanford. They were pretty good. Yeah. His name was Jim Harbaugh, wasn't he? Wasn't that Jim? Was he there with Jim Harbaugh and David Shaw? David Shaw for I think sure. He was there I don't know. I don't know about Harbaugh, but David Shaw for sure. Okay, I can't remember who was the head coach when he was there, but he was a DC at Stanford. They had success there. I remember them beating USC. They beat Oregon. He was a DC at Auburn. He was a DC at Oklahoma State. I know short stints, but somebody thought enough of him to hire him in pretty important roles. So I, I guess. I'll throw it back at you as an MTSU alumni. What who did you what what did you want to hear today that would have made you really excited? That's realistic. Jimbo. Yeah, that's not I real. Kid, I said realistic. I kid, yeah, I, kid, okay. I, kid. Okay. I kid. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> no, I to be honest, I have no idea. Um but I mean but it is a um it is a uh, not a power five school, a mid major, but I mean, I don't know. I've I just hope that we can, I know this isn't really saying much, but I hope we can get back to uh, the way we were when I was in school from I think it was about 11, 2011 and 2015, where you know we weren't world beaters, but we were. I mean, we went to the bowl games at least two out of the four years I was there, so. Look, you're already doing that. You just finished doing that, Nate. Last year, the, the team went to bowl games back to back years before this season. The team hasn't been dull. I mean, they haven't, right? They went to but ten bowl games in, in in eighteen years. When you were a student there, they were a fun team to watch. I mean, they weren't dull. Oh yeah, right? Oh yeah. No, no, I just I just want to reject this notion that the team fell off a cliff somehow. the The team has been competitive and okay. Now they they were four and eight this past season, and we on we understand that. But in previous years, the two years before that, they were a bowl team. They went to the Hawaii Bowl. They went to the Bahamas Bowl. The team was not just some burning, flaming disaster. Uh, is, is all I'm trying to is, you know just put out there because there's that perception ends up getting out there rather easily. This is not a total rebuild from the ground up, like there's nothing there, and we're starting from dust. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, but, I mean, you know, I just I just hated that we didn't play, I guess, as well as we could have this year. It was, this like year, you were saying, it this was, year wasn't good. This year was no. bad. And it cost yeah, their yeah. coach his job, so. Yeah. But, I like the right, hire. Guys. I like the hire. I think give it time, Nate. I don't know how yeah, it's going to I'm play going out, to. Yeah. but I, I think you should like yeah. it. I think you should be excited today. I really do. All right, guys. Y'all have a great rest of the day. You too, man. All right. Thank you, Nate. I mean, Nate's not – I thought he would be excited today. It's the loser stigma. It's what I talked about. Yeah, It's the 27 and you... 55, and, you know, he's losing at Vanderbilt. It's the loser but, stigma. But how, how do you judge someone at Vanderbilt? 
mean, in in all fairness, it's like, it's the fact that he was at Vanderbilt. He permanently scarred. It's just there's you know, only one guy, really. When you think about it, like there's two. Are you, are you calling? Are you saying Donardo? Who's the other one? Well, you know, they they named the athletic de, okay, okay, department ba- after okay, him. Fair enough, fair enough. Back in the day. Okay. D- Dan McGugan. Okay, fair, fair and enough. Then... Right, but how, Nate certainly doesn't remember no, McGugan. No, no. Okay, in, in this, in our lifetime, okay? Uh, uh, yeah. James Franklin. There was, there's yeah. one, okay? Yeah. There's one dude. For a very very short window, yeah. that actually made it look good. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Everybody, it's it's been a disaster, it, 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 and it's always been a disaster. Watson Brown was ten and forty five. You know, Jerry Donardo was eighteen and twenty six. Right, and that's not even that great, right? But he parlayed it into an LSU job. Well, because they knew. Of what was here. They understood how difficult it was to get to eighteen twenty six here. Yeah. Uh, we'll take our final break. Jason and Smyrna, if you can hang, we'll come back. Wrap up the first hour with you next. Single moment. Everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now... With youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. 
Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressed. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Our Week 14 NFL Top 10 coming up to kick off the second hour of the program. 615-844-5600. Back to the phones we go, and we go to Smyrna, where Jason is listening on 107.9. Jason, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, Darren. Good afternoon, Justin. How you doing? Hello, sir. Good, good. So right now I'm kind of doing the 24-hour rule. I kind of first found out about 24 hours ago. You know, the name was leaking out that Derek Mason was going to be the new coach at MTSU. Um, for me, initially, it was kind of a buzzkill, but then I have to look at kind of the scope of where MTSU is right now. Um, I mean, I graduated from MTSU in 2002. MTSU, they have to go basically 6-4 and four every year to go to a bowl game. The reason why I say that is because two of those games are going to be played against P5 schools yep. to get money right. to fund mm-hmm. the athletic department. Yes, sir. So that's one thing that they have to do. Um, another thing is I think the NIL, which is an excellent question that Justin raised earlier in the show um, to the new Tennessee Tech coach, was it's so much more difficult to keep the local two- and three-star talent here locally, and especially with NIL, it makes it even more difficult. Um, I think one other thing for the coaching hire, you keep thinking, oh, we're going to need some up-and-comer offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator these guys are making about a million dollars a year nowadays, it seems like, everywhere at the P5 level. Oh, so, they I mean, are. It's, yes. It's, so, I mean, these people would have to take maybe a pay cut just to get a better yes. job title to come to MTSU. Um, so, like, like I said, it's, uh, I, it, I was, it was kind of a buzzkill for me at first. Let it settle in after 24 hours. I think it's better. I, I, I think the one thing I think Derek would need to do maybe probably better than Coach Stock did was connect a little bit more with some of the high school athletes in the county here. And he will. He'll do that. He's already talked about yep. it He'll do that. Yep. He knows, yep. he knows I, the geography he knows. very well. Yep. I, I think that was one of the weaknesses of Stock, but, I mean, Stock it was here 18 years. He's a super nice guy. Every time you saw him in public, any public events, I mean, he stayed as long as he could, met everybody. Um, you know, and Derek Mason, like I said, it wasn't happy at first, let it settle for about 24 hours, and just appreciate all the commentary and the discussion you guys have had about this. Uh, question for you, sir. Yes, sir. Go you, ahead, you you mentioned at the top of your call that you have to go six and four to go to a bowl game. I'm drawing your analysis with what the athletic director said. He said that they let go of Coach Stockstill because of his conference record. The fact that uh-huh. they were not doing well within the conference. They were 16 and 22 or whatever it was within the conference. A reminder: this team went to a bowl game. 10 out of 18 seasons, which means every other year, essentially, more times than not, as a matter of fact, mathematically, they went to a bowl game. So what's the success level? Is it a bowl game or is it winning the conference? Because the two are not mutually exclusive. 
I think within the conference, Justin, I, I mean, I know when we had a lot of this conference realignment going for recent years, I would have loved to see MTSU join the MAC, but, you know, that didn't happen. We have mm-hmm. Western Kentucky as really kind of our comparison, and MTSU is not really competitive with West Kentucky a lot of years. You know, I mean, that's probably where we want to be at. But as a fan, what's more important yeah. to you? Is it more important to go to a bowl game, or is it more important to be competitive and win within your conference? Does it feel as good at the end of the, at the, end of the year? Outside of Middle Tennessee, Justin, people don't really look at conference records. They look at bowl games. Yeah, I mean, you get a million million people watch these bowl games. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying the athletic director says he let go of the last head coach because of his conference record. Uh, That's that's what I'm bringing up. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, you have to go six and four to go to a bowl game if you're with an MTSU. I mean, I I grew up an Iowa fan. I'm still an Iowa fan. Oh, God bless you. Yeah, God bless you. How's our, how's our offense? You want our offensive coordinator? <laughs> hey, let's but hope Iowa, like, doesn't hire him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, at Iowa, as you know, in a lot of these P5 schools, you pay three or four tomato cans out of conference, and you just have to go two and six in conference to go to a bowl game. You know, MTSU is the exact opposite. You have to go six and four. Um, like, like I said, I, I it, it wasn't the hire I was expecting, but then once I'm kind of looking at rationale, coordinators may not want to come to this job for what it pays. Um, but, like I said, I, I think I'm – cautiously optimistic but like i said we just got to get more fans at these games and then it's just that's the big thing no doubt jason thank you so much for the call thank you sir call Appreciate again it. gentlemen Please. have a good one you yep. too uh derek mason did address that today about getting of course he was asked getting people back in floyd stadium yeah he addressed recruiting and how you know how important it is especially in rutherford county the success the schools have had in Rutherford County alone is unbelievable. There's over 300,000 people that live in Rutherford County. Yeah. So he's fully aware of all this stuff, Jason, which should help uh, put you at ease a little bit. That's going to do it for hour number one. We'll come back. We'll start the second hour with our week 14 NFL top 10. We'll do that next. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. This is a special report from ABC News. I'm Michelle Franzen. A reported shooting at UNLV. Police are responding to an active shooter situation at the University of Nevada Las Vegas campus. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police say there are multiple victims. ABC's Alex Stone has the latest. It is a very active scene right now. Police are confirming there are multiple victims who have been at least injured in this shooting. It's unknown if the shooter has been contained or arrested. Firefighters are moving in with police. They are trying to get to victims to get them out, to get them to safety. But right now, students at UNLV are being told to lock themselves down, stay in place as this is unfolding. ABC's Alex Stone, the ABC affiliate in Las Vegas, says UNLV officials were following up on reports shots heard at the student union. Campus officials using social media to reach students, telling them to shelter in place or where to evacuate to safety. This is ABC News. The holidays are the happiest time of the year. That is unless you or your loved ones are miserable because of colds, sinus infections, or allergies. This holiday season, give the gift of better breathing with Navage. 
What makes Navage so effective? Well, unlike cold and allergy drugs that might take a long time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage provides fast relief from sinus congestion in 30 seconds flat. Navage doesn't just relieve symptoms, it attacks the cause by sucking out the germs, allergens, and viruses trapped in your nose that are making you feel miserable. Best of all, Navage does it naturally, without drugs. Wash away your cold and congestion problems this holiday season. Add Navage to your gift list so you can breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navaj at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navaj.com. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are you. USDA Prime Cut. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show here on this Wednesday afternoon. We are live in the Strike is Bear Family Fun Center studio, and then every day also you can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Clint Hurdle will come up at 340. He'll join us. He's here for the MLB winter meetings over at the Opryland Hotel. We'll tell you what he's up to these days. Former manager of the Colorado Rockies, former manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, also longtime player. So we're looking forward to talking to Clint Hurdle coming up at 340. I don't know if you heard it at the top of the hour, but... Uh, an active shooter on the campus of UNLV. So our thoughts are with the folks there. They've told the students to lock themselves in. Um, this is where I guess TV Justin kicks in. I should probably let you talk about it rather than me. Uh, Fox five in Las Vegas is reporting that at least one suspect, uh, has died. One of the suspects, suspects, he, okay. one of the shooters. So there's multiple shooters. They are unsure. Okay. They are unsure if there's multiple shooters or not, but they believe one of the people responsible, uh, has already, uh, died. And again, they are still, uh, out there investigating. They say there could be multiple victims. However, and let me, you know, just to peel this back a little bit and I don't want to go too far. Please restrain me, Darren, if I start, you know, veering too far off the path here, but, 
when we get these kinds of reports, the first thing that we we listen to is the language. Okay, multiple victims. Okay, well, what kind of victims? Victims does not necessarily mean deaths. It could mean multiple shooting victims, as in, you know, wounded, um, you know, multiple victims to the hospital. It does not mean multiple people who have died. Um, so they say right now all we know is we have multiple victims, which means we can pretty much confirm they got a lot of people hit by gunfire. Now, whether or not they're living or or not is, is a whole separate conversation. Is something that needs to be investigated. But clearly, the campus is still in lockdown out there at UNLV. And Darren, to be honest, I've been to Las Vegas. I have not been to UNLV. I've been to the Strip. I haven't I, been to the campus. Either. You haven't been to the campus either. I've been I was, to UN, uh, Las Vegas, but not. I was going to ask you campus. how how far off the the beaten know. path is it? Because I don't know. But I don't think it's far. It, it wouldn't seem like it no. would be. Um, Vegas is not that big of a place. I know. Uh, I know that much. One, I've only been there a couple of times, but the one time I was very curious and almost went, and I think I remember asking somebody, and I don't think it's far okay. I, from the strip. But I, I could be wrong, but I've never been on the campus. Anyway, well, you know, if anything very serious happens. I mean, obviously the whole thing is serious and it's sad. Um, but you know, obviously them, you know, it could have repercussions even in the sports world. They may be canceling games and things like that, but we'll keep an, keep an eye on it. All right. It is time for our Wednesday NFL top 10. So Damon, if you could make it official, thank you. Cue the music, get us all in the mood. Well, it's been a heck of a run by Philadelphia. Let's see. How many weeks is this? Mm. Probably quite a few. Five weeks in a row yeah. for me. Yeah. Five weeks in a row for me and maybe longer for you. Yeah. I've liked Philly for a little bit. Uh, looks so, like you had this. Yeah, no, five right. weeks for you, too. Yeah. So five it's weeks and number obvious. one for both of us. It's been obvious for a little while. Well, when you have one versus two, which yep. is what we both had last week, yep. something's got to give. Yep, yep. And in the second half, the dam broke. Mm. Mm. And the 49ers on the road scored six touchdowns in a row. And it wasn't all in the second half. I think a couple of those were in the second quarter. But at one point... The 49ers scored six touchdowns in a row. Yeah. That's going to do it. You, yeah. you usually win almost every single time you're converting like that. But they were up 14-6 to six at the half, and then they just opened up a can in the second half. Brock Purdy looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Three, pretty good to me. Four touchdown passes against Philadelphia. A lot of people were saying Philadelphia was due. Well... Look, you know, you win close games in this league. As long as you're winning, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Because there's a lot of close games in the National Football League. San Francisco wins 42-19. So it's pretty obvious. If one versus two, the winner's going to be one. Well, that winner was the two-team last week, San Francisco. Yeah. They're the new number one. 49ers are now 9-3 and three on the season. Remember, they lost three in a row went into the bye week, and they haven't lost since. Mm. And don't forget, people were questioning Brock Purdy going into the bye week. Oh, man, yeah. maybe we spoke too soon on him. I mean, he's not a franchise quarterback. Yeah, nobody's saying that anymore. No, no. Christian McCaffrey continues to be the best running back in the league. 
93 yards and another touchdown for him. Debo Samuel, what a game for him. Hmm. 116 yards on four catches yeah, and two touchdowns. Yeah. He also had, uh, one of them was a run, an end around, wasn't it? Yeah. Right? I think so. So, 49ers are my new number one. This will be controversial. Why not? Because Justin just just doesn't view them the same way as me. And I don't, maybe, maybe nobody does. Maybe I'm sucked into hard knocks. Okay, <laughs> I, I could be I could be getting swayed by what I watch on Tuesday nights, which is what I watched last night. And I've been watching every Tuesday night. The Miami Dolphins are this year's in season subject, mm. or should I say team? I like them. They were eight and three last year. That was a heavy, heavy point of emphasis last night on their episode. We were eight and three last year, and we lost five in a row. We are not going to do that again. We're eight and three again. We're not going to lose five in a row. Well, congratulations, Mike McDaniel. You're right. You went out and beat Washington forty-five to fifteen. Clean their clocks on the road. Um, <laughs> Tyreek Hill. 157 yards on five catches and two touchdowns. Nice. I I get it, and nice. I hate it. Yeah. But the college football and the NFL are all the same. It's like all the MVP candidates are all quarterbacks. Tyreek Hill is an MVP. He is. He just is. He's, He's the, the most, most valuable player. He is. He's the most explosive and the most dynamic player in the National Football League. Yeah. He just is. He is. They did it on hard knocks. They, of course, of course, they have them mic'd up. It's hard knocks. Yeah, of Mike course. McDaniel, well, very, yeah. very early in the game, it was like the first series, and he goes, "Hmm." He's like literally talking to himself, mm-hmm. but he's mic'd up. He's like, "Hmm." They're sliding over on Waddell. Well, this will be interesting. <laughs> what what happens? It was interesting. Tua, Tua looks at Waddell to the right, looks straight to the left, fires it downfield. Tyreek Hill goes for a seventy-yard touchdown, just like that. What happened was it was interesting. I mean, he was like, oh, they're sliding over to Waddell. Huh. Okay. One-on-one? Hmm. Oh, against the best receiver football? We'll take that. Well, this is going to end poorly. We'll and take that. That's literally how that happens. Good night. That That's pretty impressive. When the head coach looks at the uh, the defense and goes, oh, we're about to score a 70-yard touchdown. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's exactly what happened. The Dolphins are not going to lose five in a row. They're now nine and three. I get it. People are going to say, well, they're beating up on the week, and they are. But they they win impressively. So what? They They win impressively. Boy, if you are not at the top of the heap in the NFL, they are going to bludgeon you. Yeah. And unfortunately, look who's next. Rutrow. Our Tennessee Titans. Mm. We'll see how that plays out. Monday night. I've got the Miami Dolphins number two. They won. It wasn't pretty. It's not always going to be pretty in the NFL. They played a desperate team on, uh, that was the Thursday night game, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Dallas-Seattle? Yes. Seattle needed a win. They've been going the wrong way. Yeah, and they didn't get it. And they, DK Metcalf, boy, he tried to. Well, the victory. What a game. I was going against him in fantasy yeah. and still found a way to win. I don't know how, but after Thursday night, I was like, I'm toast. Like DK Metcalf got him like 38. I'm like, oh boy, I'm in big, big trouble. Luckily, I had Dak Prescott and Tony Pollard. 
DK went for 134 and three touchdowns. But Dallas got the win. Dallas and Miami are the two best offenses in football, stats-wise, period. Yeah. They just are. They score mm. at will. Dallas, another 41-point game for them. I told you, uh, Miami won 45-15. to 15. Dallas won 41-35. Dallas is my number three team. They were three last week. They're going to remain at three. I can't punish them. It wasn't real impressive because it was at home. But it's a Thursday night game. Thursday night games are wonky, right? They are. But both teams did play on Thanksgiving. So they actually had the full week, right? It wasn't a short week per se. No. Because if you remember, both of them yeah. played on, thir- Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving yeah. night. So yeah. Full week. They got the extra time. Yes. But Dallas is my number three team. I'm not going to punish Philadelphia too much. Uh, you lost at home, so you're going to get a little bit more punishment than if Philly would have gone to San Francisco and got walloped, right? Yeah. So you lose at home getting walloped. I've got to punish you some. So you go from one to four. The Eagles are number four. Baltimore was on a bye. They were five last week. I kept them at five. There's no reason to move them up. There's no reason to move them down. It's fair. The Ravens are my number five team. Kansas City, ouch. What's going on? Mm. Should we be concerned about the Chiefs? Maybe. You went to Green Bay and you you lost to Jordan Love? It's not a game they normally lose. And the Packers? Not a game they normally lose. What? It's a weird game. What? We think. Jordan Love threw for three touchdowns and almost 300 yards? What? What What are you doing? I'm losing. I don't know. They're losing. You're mm. right. Chiefs are now 8-4. and four. So I'm going to push Kansas City down to six. Mm. San mean, Francisco one, Miami two, Dallas three, Philadelphia four, Baltimore five, Kansas City six. Okay. What were you going to say something? You said, I mean. I mean, what else can you do with them? Yeah. I, I mean, they are confusing and concerning. Yeah. But then again, listen, they've made multiple Super Bowl runs. Eventually, that level of football, playing that level of football catches up with you uh, on some level. You get enough veterans. Uh, that's a lot of ball at a high level. You know, bodies break down. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But that's a lot of mileage in the Kansas City Chiefs now. There were four last week. I mean, I got to punish them. So sure. I pushed them to six. Number seven, Motor City Kitties. Again, had to hold on by the hair on their chinny chin chin. Beat a bad Saints team. But they won. They did. 33-28. Jared Goff continues to be, eh. But how about Laporta? They're tied in. 140 yards on nine catches and a touchdown. Nice. Who needs TJ Hawkinson? <laughs> Apparently not the Lions. Please. Got Sam Laporta. Got this guy. Detroit is 9-3. and three. <laughs> Detroit is number seven. All right. Well, Jacksonville, I, I mean, you lose to the Bengals? Really? When you were a double-digit favorite? No. You didn't just lose to the Bengals. You lost to Jake Browning, Browning and, and the, the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. It's not the normal Bengals. In OT. It's not Boomer Esiason. So, yeah. It's not Andy Dalton. Now we sit and wait. What does Trevor Lawrence's injury mean? We all know how pesky that high ankle sprain can be. Yep, we're about to find out, right? Jacksonville, 
shaky, number eight. Mm-hmm. Shaky. Mm-hmm. Because if Lawrence is gone for an extended period of time, ruh row. Number nine, I picked him in the McFarland six-pack of picks. Texans were a slight favorite over the Broncos, and I took them. The other McFarland, Justin, took the Broncos, who had won five in a row. <sighs> Houston got it done, 22-17. Close. The Texans are 7-5. and five. Houston is my number nine team. And this one, I mean, I don't know what to do with them. They just keep winning. And they came in here and won an OT. Somebody needs to tell the Colts are not very good. But apparently they're not getting the memo with Gardner Minshew, who threw for over 300 yards against the Titans' defense and a couple of touchdowns. By the way, Pittman, I don't. I'm pretty sure that people knew that he was their number one receiver, right? Apparently the Titans didn't know because he had 11 catches, 105 yards and a touchdown. Indianapolis, the Colts. I got to put them in at number 10. I don't know what to do with them. You got to you got to keep going with them. I mean, they just keep winning football games. What else can you do? And eventually they'll end up in the playoffs. They keep fooling around like this. And by the way, they keep scoring points. They do. So I got to put Indy at 10. So my top 10, San Francisco 1, Miami 2, Dallas 3, Philadelphia 4, Baltimore 5, Kansas City 6, Detroit 7, Jacksonville 8, Houston 9, Indianapolis 10. That means 8, 9, and 10 are AFC South teams for me. Yikes. If you'd have told me that in August, I'd have been on the floor laughing till my side hurt. Laughing. Laughing out loud. LOL. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, you got jokes? Good one, McFarland Show. <laughs> well, here we sit in December. Jacksonville, Houston, Indy. Yeah. Eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. The other McFarland. He goes by Justin. Yes. He will reveal his top ten, and he will do that next. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Princess Hot Chicken, the Tango Malls, as everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Princess Chicken on Dickerson Roll. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Princess Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. 
It's all in Prince's Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Prince's is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Full Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Dolesville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Prince's Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Prince's Hot Chicken website. That's Prince'sHotChicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, Prince'sHotChicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Oh, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. We do this every Wednesday in the 3 o'clock hour. This week it's week 14 in the NFL. I gave you my top 10. I'm Darren. The other McFarland, Justin, will now reveal his top 10. Once the music begins, there we go. No, this, not is not, this is not the right music. No, no we can't do it to no, that. Not to that. Okay. Let's make it official. All right. Here we go. Uh, I believe uh, that is the appropriate music from so, NFL Films. As soon as we hear this, we all put eye black on and we get ready for oh, the yeah. top 10. Oh, man. I get visions of John Madden rolling through my head already just hearing this. All right, everybody. Uh, top 10 list for the National Football League. December the 6th, year of our Lord, 2023. These are the top 10 football teams of the National Football League, according to me, Justin McFarlane. We're going to get started with uh, a good friend of mine who's listening, who is a massive San Francisco 49ers fan, who I know is thrilled with me as I uh, officially have the proclamation that the, that the uh, San Francisco 49ers are the best team Currently in the National Football League, number one. Low Neal. Lorenzo Neal? No, it's not Lorenzo Neal, who's oh, okay. a great guy. Okay. But no, no, no. You know, no, it's not Lorenzo Neal. Um, but yes, uh, the, the 49ers, number one on my list after the dominant performance and really a good old-fashioned head-bussing of the Philadelphia Eagles. Skull-dragging of the Philadelphia Eagles. man Handling or bird handling in this case of the Philadelphia Eagles. So they're undeniable. So congratulations to them. Uh, by the way, did I mention the Eagles still have the number one seed though? Even though the 49ers won, the Eagles still, the, the playoffs still run through Philadelphia, at least for now. So the 49ers still have work to do 
uh, in this particular case. With the 49ers clearly back on track, uh, they've won four games in a row. Number two on my list is a team that I don't like and I don't think is going to be there, but they're there right now, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they move up on my list. I know they were idle, uh, but, you know, sometimes it works in your favor. They didn't lose. They didn't win. Um, but because other teams around them faltered, they are the recipients of the uh, of the victor there. So uh, Baltimore now the number two overall seed in the AFC. And I love doing this this time of year. We're in December, okay? If the playoffs began today, and I'm going to be doing this here, playoffs began today, the Ravens would open up at home against the Indianapolis Colts. Does that sound fun or what? All right, let's go ahead and play that football game. All right, the uh, Ravens at number two on my Does list. Does it really? It sounds fun to me. Does it? Okay. Yeah, it sounds interesting. <laughs> number three, well, listen, you have to put the playoff filter on it, okay? If you're okay. looking at it just as a regular season, random Thursday, you know, Sunday afternoon game, no. Okay. No, it doesn't seem interesting. It seems like the Ravens would win that game. But on a, on a playoff, well, we, we're shaky about how Lamar Jackson really looks. Yeah, yo, I'm interested. All right. Number three, I, I'm punishing the Eagles without that bad. I'm making them number three on my list. Um, I know they got manhandled at home against the 49ers. I'm understanding of all that. However, I'm also merciful in the fact that, you know, they've been playing in a lot of tight football games. And occasionally you come out there and just lay an egg. They're birds after all. And that's exactly what happened with them. And it's forgivable. They're 10 and 2. No one's perfect outside the 72 Dolphins. So, you know, what else can you do? The Eagles, still a good football team. They will get it back on track. They've got a lot of great players. And uh, I think they will rise to the occasion yet again. But right now, they're the number three team on my list. Uh, the uh, playoffs opened up today. By the way, the Eagles will be off. They would have the bye week as they're the number one seed. Speaking of the number one seed, so are the Miami Dolphins. And they're the number four team on my list. Winners of their last three games in a row. The Dolphins coming in at number four after they just keep on winning and keep on piling up numbers and points. The Dolphins at nine and three on number one seed right now in the AFC. The road to the playoffs will go through Miami. So we talk about the cold weather and the snow and playing in December. Well, all that could go out the window. Is all of a sudden now your AFC championship game could be sunny with a high of 73. <laughs> it's down there in Miami in late December or January or whenever they play it nowadays. All right. Let's go to my number five team. Number five on my list after the ugly loss, the Kansas City Chiefs. There's a couple people on my list this week that have losses that are just unexplainable and inexcusable. The Kansas City Chiefs are on that list. I don't understand how they lose. That's not a game they're supposed to lose. They're not supposed to lose to Jordan Love and the, and the Packers. But they did. But they did. They lost the game. Now, was it fair and square? Not quite. There was some questionable calls down the stretch that you would think the MVP of the league would get, as a matter of fact. Don't they... Patrick Mahomes, isn't he supposed to get some flags and get some preferential treatment? Yeah. Apparently not. It was it was pass interference. It was pass interference. And, you know, don't they normally give Patrick Mahomes the benefit of that? Apparently not. Apparently it didn't matter. So the uh, Chiefs will pick it up and try it again as they move on. By the way, the Chiefs the number three seed in the AFC right now. Playoffs began today. The Chiefs would open up at home against the Cleveland Browns. 
<laughs> that sounds uh, interesting as well. Kansas City, number five. Number six on my list, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, pulling in the station at number six, the Cowboys uh, continue their winning ways. They've won four games in a row. Uh, they've beat up on some bad teams. Um, and they've, you know, listen, but they're making it work. Listen, they, they're beating the teams in front of them. Did you know the Cowboys? Six and oh at home. Too bad they can't catch the Eagles. Now, they're one game behind, though. So, uh, big matchups coming up down the stretch uh, because they need that. Home game in the playoffs. If the playoffs opened up today, the Dallas Cowboys at 9-3, listen to this, the Dallas Cowboys at 9-3, if the playoffs opened up today, would go on the road to take on the 6-6 six six Atlanta Falcons mm. because the Falcons would be the division winners and the Cowboys would be the wild card. They are the Sunday night game. and They host the Eagles. Mm. Big one. Big one. Big game there. So we'll see what happens from there. All right, number seven on my list are the Detroit Tigers. No, the Lions. The Lions are number <laughs> number seven on my list. That was for you, Nate, uh, who called and told Damon I would put Alabama on the top ten. <laughs> so just for you, Nate, I went ahead and put the Detroit Tigers <laughs> on the top ten instead. I kid. It's the Lions. The Lions at number seven on my list here. Uh, listen. I've already made my stance very clear on the Lions. I don't believe in it. I believe the Lions are, you know, good. But I don't know if they're going to be great when January gets here. They've And they can prove me wrong in January. And that's fine. If they do, bring the noise. I ain't scared. I'm going to be here. So, but right now, I just don't believe they're as good as their 9-3 record indicates. I believe Philadelphia will beat them. I believe San Francisco will beat them. I believe the Cowboys could beat them. So they're at Soldier Field well, you know. this week. And listen, they can lose that game. They almost lost that game a couple weeks ago. On, well, I'm just know. saying, if they keep winning games and Dallas and Philadelphia and the, these other teams keep beating each other up, let me slip in there and be the number one. They'll have home home field for a lot of the playoffs. But, but well, could, yeah. which could make a big difference. Well, it could. They have to make it count for something, which yeah. we have no idea with them because yeah. you know they don't play a lot of home playoff games. Oh uh, no, no, they don't. You know, unless, you know, they don't, you, they don't play playoff games. You have to find the Pontiac Silverdome for that. And, you know, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, like 1991. Yeah. Um, the Lions, the number seven on my list. If the uh, playoffs did start today, they would open up at home against the Minnesota Vikings. All right. Number eight on my list, the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, who are dealing with injuries now. Trevor Lawrence, of course, uh, going down with the high ankle sprain. Jacksonville coming off the loss. This is the unexplainable. So there were three, three teams with unexplainable mm-hmm. losses. The Kansas City Chiefs were one. The Jacksonville Jaguars were the second one. And uh, I don't know how they lose that game to Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals. At home. But they did. At home. First time Monday Night Football has been in Jacksonville in 12 years. Mm-hmm. And this is what y'all do. Yep. Duval. Uh, uh, yeah. Do nothing down there in Jacksonville. It just didn't, you know. So, listen, uh, they'll try to get it together. Uh, They're the number eight team on my list uh, so far uh, this week. Jacksonville's playoffs began today. They would be at home. They would host the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. I'll get to them in a minute. Number nine, the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts, of course, I was at Nissan Stadium. And, you know, Titans kicked the field goal. I thought the game was over, essentially. I thought the Titans would come out, get a stop, 
win this game. Well, didn't quite happen that way. Garden Minshew company came out, throwing the ball over the top. Do you realize the Indianapolis Colts in overtime never got to third down? There was no third down plays for the Indianapolis Colts in overtime. Zero. It was all first and second down. First and second down. First and second down. Touchdown. Game over. Like, like what, what happened here? What happened? Now, they're still a mess now. They're not an incredible football team. They they, they still, some of the play calling for them, if I was a Colts fan, I'm like, what 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 is this? What is going on? But they don't have Jonathan Taylor. They don't. They're still finding ways to win. They do. And so they're number nine on my list this week. They are a playoff team as it stands right now. If the playoffs began today, they would be on the road to take on the Ravens. They're at Cincinnati this week. All right. Well, that'll be, a, that'll be a good one. Beware the Bengals. Number 10 on my list is the other team that had the unexplainable loss, and this loss is the most unexplainable for the week. It is more unexplainable than the loss that the uh, uh, the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs had. It is more unexplainable than the loss that the Jacksonville Jaguars had. The number 10 team on my list is the Pittsburgh Steelers, who lost to Arizona. At home. Was that at home? Yeah, and you've got them, and you've got them in your top 10? I do. Yeah. They were they were at home. I thought the game was on the road. Okay, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I'm not, I, yeah, no, they were at home. That's fine. That's fine. Home. Listen, no man. Listen, if you're them, you can't lose that game. We, you got too many hard games as it is. You, you, what happened? You lost by two touchdowns at home, and you still have them in your top ten. What's the problem? What? what? They scored ten points. You got the Houston Texans in yeah. your top ten, yeah. and they're not going to the playoffs. Yes, they are. Not today. They're not. Well, today they're I on the outside looking care in. Care about today? So who's who's dropping out? Who's coming in? If the Texans are going to playoffs, they'll be there. Okay, I'm just saying. You know, you got them in your. You, you want to talk to me about my top ten, ten and I'm asking you about points. the Houston Texans who are on the ten. outside looking in, Arizona? and you got them, and you got them on your top ten. Arizona. So don't come talk to me about my top ten where you got the Texans who are not going to the playoffs Mitch, on your top ten. Mitch Trubisky. I'm just saying. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I'm just saying. By the way, how are the Chargers doing? How's that going for you? What do you mean? Okay. What are you talking about? I've had the Chargers in my top 10 in a while. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, how are your Bears doing? It's the same way. How are your Bucks doing? Not well. <laughs> how are your Titans doing? Well, I never had the Titans <laughs> this year. Neither one of us were that ever was, high uh, on that the was last year. That was last year. Neither <laughs> one of us, for the record, we can look through all the paperwork, neither one of us were very high on the Titans at any point uh, this year at all. Uh, so, and we have proven to be to be right. <laughs> the, the Titans have not darkened the door of this top ten at all. All right, so uh, they're, they're number ten on my list because you know, listen. Until further notice, the the Steelers, I, I'm going to keep riding with them until they are no longer you know winning football games. So, top ten one more time here for me: San Francisco number one, Baltimore number two, Philly number three, the Dolphins at number four, Kansas City at number five, Dallas at number six, the Lions at number seven, Jacksonville at number eight, the Colts at number nine. And the Pittsburgh Steelers at number 10. Worst team in the league this week, the New England Patriots. Yep. Okay. We're in the same. I'll tell you what, this has not been uh, very creative because I think we're coming up with this. It's just, yeah. Well, it's like, obvious, you, though. Like, I mean, so maybe you, we need to come up with another wrinkle or something. You because, got shut out by the Chargers six to nothing. Yeah. Then the week before, you, you scored seven against the Giants. Yeah. The week before that, you scored six against the Colts. They're bad. Yeah. They got shut out by the New Orleans Saints at home. Yeah. 34 to nothing. It's pretty obvious. 
They, it's pretty obvious. Uh, they scored three points against the Dallas Cowboys. Their offense yeah. is atrocious. Yeah. The New England Patriots are the worst team in football. I think they're tanking. I think they're trying to get themselves hmm. the number one pick. Get trying themselves the franchise the quarterback, quarterback and start yeah. over. Yep, I think they are. I really do. All right, we're going to come back. Longtime skipper in Major League Baseball, Clint Hurdle. Longtime skipper with the Rockies and the Pirates and a player in the league. We're going to talk to him over at the MLB Winter Meetings, the Opryland Hotel. We'll talk to Clint Hurdle next here on the McFarland Show. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be giving. Fa la 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 la. Instant games to friends and family. Fa la 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 la. Join the joyous cash prize carol. Fa la 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 la. With top prizes up to five hundred thousand dollars, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could. 
because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. It's true. I was listening to it on the way to MTSU's press conference today mm. and on the way back home. Back here on the McFarland Show, Darren and Justin here with you. We're live in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio. Having a little trouble right now connecting with Clint Hurdle, who's over at the baseball winter meetings at the Opryland Hotel. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to connect with him before we get out of here today. But uh, if not, then I don't know. Maybe we'll try tomorrow. Maybe we'll be home. I don't know. He'll be here. Looking forward to it, but uh, we'll see. Uh, With that being said, down in the borough, who I saw today at the MTSU press conference, press conference, did I just say press conference (laughs) when they swore in Derek Mason? And let's, uh, let's bring in our buddy Michigan. Michigan. Michigan, what's up? Good afternoon. Is it are we uh, are we young enough to have called that a junket? Was it was that a press junket? Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Was it a junket? Uh, I mean, I maybe uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, it was good to see you today, my friend. It's been a long time since I've seen you. It has um, been. Justin, Justin, I'm uh, I'm 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 hurt. I mean, I'm hurt at the at the narrow gap between the Detroit Lions and a team that literally doesn't have a quarterback. That that was offensive. We'll see how it works out this weekend Yeah, uh, when we play the Bears. It's, it's, it's not this weekend, Michigan. It's January. It, that, that's, when I, that's, that's what I'm judging the Lions on. It's unfair, but I judge them based on their history, not their present. It's unfair. I admit it. That's, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I, I judge the Lions based on their history as well, and they're my favorite team. So, um, <laughs> I want to uh, I want to talk about what happened uh, at MTSU today. So um, I've made this call to arms before, so this is going to sound a bit redundant. But um, to all my fellow Blue Raiders out there, alumni, members of the BRAA, even people who just live in Murfreesboro and maybe haven't been to a lot of sporting events, um, a lot of people called for some change. Uh, there was some change at the top of the football program. I'm going into this with an open mind. Um, I don't really have a history with Derek Mason, um, obviously I knew of him from his time at Vanderbilt. I will say a couple things that I want to really key on that impressed me today. Uh, the way he carries himself is very impressive. I, I will say that. Um, you know, there's there's some obvious um, divergences between him himself and the coach he's taking over for, not just in age but in posture and, and other things as well. Physical stature you know, just carries himself very, very well, is, is well presented. You know, uh, his, his suit game is now strong. 10 out of 10, oh, yeah. oh, I mean, oh, yeah. 10 out of 10, five stars, no notes. I mean, suit game is on point and that, that matters. Listen, you're going into people's homes to ostensibly, especially here in the Rutherford County area, tell them why they should, you know, stay at home, why they shouldn't go to UT, why they shouldn't go to Ole Miss. Well, they shouldn't go to Auburn or UCF or, you know, FAU or, you know, name your program that some of the athletes in Rutherford County have gone to because they haven't elected to play in Floyd Stadium. That's the standard 
that he spoke to, and that was the second thing that impressed me. Spoke eloquently and at length. Um, I think even specifically mentioned Oakland's head coach, whose name I forget, Creasy. Or, Creasy, or Kevin Creasy. Something along those lines, yeah. Um, that is a, a pipeline that has been, I don't want to say fractured, but it's not been connected. The water has not been flowing smoothly, right, for the last five to seven years. And as we said, you know, offline in person, Darren, I mean, you get four to six kids from Oakland a year and get them to stay in Murfreesboro, you are playing an entirely different sport in Conference USA because those players right now are going elsewhere. We know where they're going, and we know maybe why they're going there. It might have, you know, might have something to do with those three little letters we all know about but don't like to talk about, right? It's, that's possible. And, and resources have to be allocated in that manner, and I'm hopeful that the administration will do that. But the first step was to get someone who will energize the fan base, who will get people excited about the product that's on the field, and you've got an opportunity next year. I don't know what next year is going to look like, but you've got teams coming in here. You've got Duke coming in here. I know Mike Elko left. I know Riley Leonard's leaving. But they just had a really nice year, and there will be eyeballs on that game simply because they had a nice year. You've got both Liberty and New Mexico State, who just played in the conference title game, coming to Murfreesboro next year. You know, If you manage to win even one of those three games, then you're starting to make some noise. So I'll I'll let you guys respond off air. I'm energized. I'm excited. Of course, I, I'm always excited during college basketball season. So you know that's not a high bar. Um, but I really liked what I heard from Derek today, and he's got he's got my buy-in. He's got the benefit of the doubt from me, and I hope everybody in Murfreesboro gives him a chance and supports the program, which is what they said they would do if we got changes. So changes here. Time to put your money where your mouth is. Thanks, say, guys. say Michigan, Michigan, before you get get yeah. off the line, man, I wanted to ask you the same question I asked another MTSU fan earlier in the show, and that was the difference between and how you really measure success for the program, and you're a good person to speak on this. The athletic director made it very clear that they, a big reason why they let go of Rick Stockstill was because of his lack of success within the conference. He was going to bowl games. They went to 10 bowl games in 18 years. They were going to bowl games. Is going to bowl games the mark of success for this football team or is winning conference and conference champions uh, championships rather going to be the mark of success for Derek Mason? I believe it will be winning and competing for conference championships because we've got – I haven't looked at the bowl schedule. Honestly, guys, I'm too old to look at the bowl schedule. I don't I, – I, somebody sent me – it was a meme yesterday, but it fooled me for like 10 seconds the Ashley home furniture sit at home bowl between Colorado and Florida. That one that like actually got me. I thought that was a real bowl that existed for half a second. Um, there are five and seven teams playing in bowl games. You guys have had this conversation. You're on the radio every day. The meaningfulness of a bowl game appearance is, is nothing anymore. It doesn't mean what it meant when I was a kid. It was a big deal when I was a kid for Michigan to play in the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. and it meant less for them to play in the Outback. But the Outback or the Citrus was still okay, right? It was still acceptable. I don't consider a bowl game acceptable for this program because so many teams get into bowl games. I want them to compete for a Conference USA championship. That's the standard. Look at the other coaches you know, in the athletic department, right? What did Kermit do? I know it took them a long time to build it, but look at what Kermit did. We're still talking about that team that beat Michigan State. That was almost a decade ago. What does Rick Insel do every year? He wins the conference. 
He goes to the NCAA tournament. Look at the women's softball team. Almost won a super regional this past year. Almost beat Alabama, mm-hmm. which yep. is an unheard of feat yep. in women's softball for a school the size of Middle Tennessee State. That's the bar. The bar is to win and compete for a conference championship. That's I, any alumnus or any member of the athletic association, I think, would tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, Thanks, new guys. coaches with the women's softball team is my son's hitting coach, Bryce Prince. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Yep. Have Michigan. a good day, fellas. Great seeing you today, man. Thank you, sir. It was yep. awesome seeing you, buddy. Yep, you too, man. Um, he is he is MTS. That's a guy right there that you want to talk to because he's MTSU through and through. Well, I mean, Mick, Nick McDevitt came up to him after the press conference and hugged him. He's he's just an alumnus, but he's he cares about him, and they need more of they need more Michigans, yeah, with that program, yeah, as we know, and that's what Derek Mason's got to find a way to look. I don't think there's any doubt. Not that Rick Stock still wasn't uh, accessible. He was. Okay. I'm yes, not, he was. I'm not trying Absolutely, to, he was. But Derek Mason, because I know this because he did it as a Vanderbilt coach. Mm-hmm. So he was an SEC football coach. I did a weekly with him for years. Very weekly. visible. And by the way, Very I, wasn't, visible. I wasn't working for the flagship station. Okay. Yeah. And he did a weekly every, every football season for years. Yeah. So Derek Mason will go out there and roll up his sleeves and uh, pound the pavement. I don't know what's the secret sauce. I really don't. I I hope this works. I don't know if it's simply winning. I don't know if it's more help from above him. I don't know if it's him out there glad-handing and kissing babies and shaking hands and getting to know all the high school coaches in Rutherford County and bringing in local... Which he can do all those things. It's probably... A combination. As the answer fact, is, he, as a matter of fact, he's already done half of those things. I know, and I think the answer is it's all the above, no doubt. But you know, today he was active. You know, he was. They were talking about you know filling up Floyd Stadium for home games, and it's like, well, when's the last time that's ever happened? Uh, they're ever. also talking about the renovation and and right twenty twenty five and no all that. No question. So I don't know what the secret sauce is, but I think you should be excited. I've said that all day today. I think it's a great hire. Why was that at the press conference? Because they hired Derek Mason. That's why I was there. Okay? And nothing against some of the other candidates. Nothing against Scotty Waldron, who I think is a young and up-and-coming coach sure. who just took the, the helm at UTEP yeah. and did a, a magnificent job at Austin P. But being truthful, if they hired Scotty Waldron, we'd have talked about it today. We'd, have him, we'd ask for him to come on the show. Probably wouldn't have been at the presser today. But they hired Derek Mason. They got my attention. I was there. Yeah, I think I think I think you should be excited as an MTSU fan. Now we'll just see what the results. We'll yeah. see what the product looks like. See what he can do. Right. We'll see what he can do. Yeah. Again, you know, it's, he's going to need help. It's a tough job, but guess what? He's had tough jobs before. He has that job over maybe on West the, End. Maybe the toughest in the country. Man. It may be the toughest in the country. It, it may it, be. There's there's an argument to be made. Justin, you can make the case. There's an argument to be made. It's the hardest job. Vanderbilt football may be the hardest job in the country when it comes to FBS. I'm I'm willing to hear all the arguments. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll take our final break, come back, wrap up our, not wrap up, hour number one, wrap up Wednesday edition of the McFarland Show. We'll do that next. 
Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of... Uh several moves. I I, I do. I think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Nice win by the Preds last night. Got a win in Chicago. Windy City. Philip Forsberg, man. He's, he's having a good season. Man. 
By the way, they were really good in the shootout. You rarely see a team go three for three. Yeah. They went three for three. Man. In the shootout. Man. They got the 4-3 victory over the Blackhawks. And in that shootout, that was Connor Bedard's first shot, first shootout oh, in wow. his NHL career. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's the first, I know. Isn't that crazy? It, it is. I would think they would have had one by now. That we're 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 almost we're two months into the regular season. And Twenty almost. games in, yeah, yeah, and that's the first time he's been in a shootout. Well, I guess it's the first time they've been in a shootout. Yeah. So Connor Bedard's first NHL very shootout, interesting. very interesting, was last night mm. and um, made it look pretty easy. By the way, he's he's really stinking good. Wow, gosh, he's good. That's and he's a he's a baby. He's what is he eighteen? Yeah, he's a baby, wow. Justin. He's it kind of makes me mad. He doesn't even have his man weight on him yet. No, you're like you're not supposed to be that good at that age. Yeah. Like, come on, you're going against grown men. Yeah. And he's making. Gosh, he made it look easy. So, Preds skate away with the four-three shootout victory over the Blackhawks. Look, say what you want. After a five and ten start, this team has won eight out of their last ten games. Round fire. They're Very playing, good. They're playing great hockey. Really good. And by the way, the whole Tyson Berry thing that I brought up yesterday, like it's it's gonna. It's, he played last night, but it seems like uh, you know reading wow. Barry Trotz's quotes, it looks like uh, he doesn't. Looks like his his shelf life is pretty short here. I think the, the the real question, Darren, is what what happens with UC Soros if the team continues to win games? Well, I'd say that. UC Saros will remain the goaltender. I understand. But there was, as you know, yeah. you know why I'm bringing this up. There was a talk about moving him, um, you know, a few weeks ago here when the team wasn't playing so well. And, you know, now he loses value if you continue to keep him around into next year. If you're talking about moving him ultimately, which well, I know we've got, we got a minute left in the show. and This is a yeah. deep conversation. <laughs> I, I know. I realize that. But I, I'm just... I'm just putting it out there because you were talking about a trade with this team. So It is, uh, well, I mean, look, if you're looking for the ultimate maximum value, you want him to keep playing well. If that's ultimately what you want to do is you've got a scar off in the pipeline and you feel like it's time to turn it over to him, which I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Then you know you then you you're happy because he's playing well. That sure. just means he's driving up his price. They've tag. got time to figure it out. But I mean, Justin, if they keep playing like this, and and you know, there's still a long ways to oh, go. Oh, oh, oh. But this is how they do NHL seasons. They yeah. do them in fourths, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And this is the fourth of their season. And right now they're thirteen and twelve. So they continue playing well. I mean, good things are going to happen. All right, that's going to do it for our show. By the way, they're home tomorrow night against the Lightning. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Sorry we couldn't catch up to Clint Hurdle. We'll try again tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. See you then. Sports Radio. This is the Zach Gelb Show. Here's your host, Zach Gelb.
Yo, hour number three of our radio program. That's right. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Now, Stu, I don't see Samter. So Samter now is just brought back. There we go. My man, a plate of food. But we're going to learn a lot about Samter here. Is Samter a team player or is Samter selfish?